Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Tonight, the state of emergency in New York City. It's wettest day on record as rain cripples the city. The remnants of tropical storm Ophelia still drenching the northeast. When will it stop? Here are tonight's headlines. Flooding turns city streets into rivers with airports inundated, canceling hundreds of flights and public transit paralyzed. Rain and extreme flooding has left all of this water and brown sludge around me. Just a day and a half before a shutdown and no deal in sight. What it means for Americans. Getting through an airport could be hard. Getting a passport could be hard. And why a shutdown and staffing shortages could make America's child care crisis worse. Trailblazer Dianne Feinstein, the longest serving female senator, dies at age 90. Tonight, a look back at her legacy. I have found that being a woman uh, isn't a disadvantage. The United Auto Workers Union has expanded its strike to two new locations. An additional 7,000 workers are being instructed to walk off the job starting today. You can't raise your family on $17 an hour. Las Vegas police have made an arrest in the murder of rapper Tupac Shakur. This is a huge break in a case that has stumped investigators for almost 27 years. Big news from the Pentagon. The Navy will start testing its SEAL teams and special ops for steroid use. The blindside scandal, the new details after a judge ends the conservatorship of former NFL player Michael Orr. This is potentially the Mount Everest of Union County. (laughs) And it's Friday, so we go on the road. Maybe there's a lot more adventures out there waiting for people than they realize. Absolutely. (laughs) 
Good evening, and thank you for joining us on this Friday night. Tonight, the Big Apple is a big mess, and tens of millions of Americans are experiencing torrential rain and record flooding. Heavy downpours are expected to continue through the night and into Saturday in the Northeast, with remnants of tropical storm Ophelia lingering. Large parts of the nation's most populous city, New York, were paralyzed today. Subway lines turned into waterfalls, and buses looked more like boats. Residents are urged to stay indoors as dangerous flooding covers entire neighborhoods. Record rainfall is falling across the city with Manhattan's Central Park getting more than four inches in just three hours. We've got team coverage tonight, starting with CBS's Errol Burnett from a waterlogged Brooklyn. Good evening, Errol. Hey there, Nora. Good evening. Look, the issue in this part of the country is that the ground is just fully saturated with rain falling 17 out of the last 18 weekends and much of this last week. In fact, the historic rainfall in this part of the country is on par right now with a once in 100 year event. Brooklyn was in the bullseye today with a torrential storm overwhelming city streets. More than half a foot of rain fell, bringing with it life-threatening flooding. If you are home, stay home. If you are at work or school, shelter in place. Those floods may travel treacherous. Countless drivers were stuck when the water overtook busy highways. One driver seen with their legs out the window. CBS's Carolyn Gussoff is also in the flood zone. Streets like this one flooded out, cars stranded. Officials are urging folks not to go out on foot or by car tonight. Many will be staying home out of necessity, drying out flooded basements and garages. Commuters also navigated waterlogged trains and stations. Almost every New York City subway line suspended or delayed. Cancellations also on commuter lines and Amtrak. Floodwaters overtook buses and this terminal at LaGuardia Airport, where almost a quarter of flights were canceled. JFK Airport seeing its wettest day on record, at least eight inches of rain. Back in Brooklyn, parents rushed through the danger to pick up their middle school children early. There's a big flood downstairs in the basement. It's chaotic in the um, auditorium. In Flatbush, one of the hardest-hit neighborhoods in Brooklyn, Michael Earls showed CBS News his flooded basement. We had a similar one last year, and then this is by far the worst. Where ankle-deep water swept in, leaving this brown sewage. When you show, see the images of the flooding, I would imagine there's a certain sense of panic as well. Yeah, for sure. When you when you see brown water coming into your basement and you don't know when it's going to stop, it really makes you panic. Meanwhile, New Jersey also remains under a state of emergency tonight as streets sit underwater, while parts of Connecticut are approaching five inches of rainfall. And the rain just picked up again. The Grand Army Plaza subway station behind me remains closed tonight after it was flooded. I'm seeing plenty of confused commuters all around me. The mayor, the governor and the Mass Transit Authority advise everyone to just use extra caution getting anywhere. Nora. A miserable Friday night for so many, Earl Burnett. Thank you. For how long this record rain and historic flooding will be around, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Seidel of our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Good evening, Nora. On this Friday evening, let's show you how it all came about. Look at the satellite photo and the radar. Everything coming right up the East Coast. The jet stream flow 
low-level flow from the east-northeast like it has for days, and the rain sets over the same area, what we call training. How about New York City Central Park now? Almost 14 and a half inches, their fourth wettest no, uh, September on record. They've had plenty of rainfall, and it's still raining tonight, mostly east of the city on Long Island, into Connecticut and southern New England, where flood watches continue at least through Saturday morning. Here's that forecast. The heavy rain will move out of Long Island and Connecticut. Tomorrow morning, most of the heavy rain will be off the coast. Still some showers are around Boston and Providence. And then by Sunday, Nora, get this, for the first time in nine days... The sun will shine in the northeast and here in New York City, and it will shine for four or five days in a row. Nobody's complaining about that. In fact, that's all they're asking about tonight. When do we <laughs> see the sun again? I know. Hopefully very soon, Mike Seidel. Thank you so much. Well, from a natural disaster to a man-made one by Congress, with just one day to go before a government shutdown, lawmakers appear to be no closer to finding a deal to keep the lights on. CBS's Scott McFarlane is on Capitol Hill, where time is running out. With soldiers, Border Patrol agents, and air traffic controllers among the millions facing the prospect of losing their paychecks. The bill is not passed. A plan to keep the federal government open failed in the U.S. House. You think a shutdown is inevitable at this point? Imminent. Inevitable. It's going to happen. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy tried to pass a spending bill with only Republican votes and lost more than 20 members of his own party. What is the logical next step, Mr. Speaker? Keep working and make sure, uh, make sure we solve this problem. McCarthy has refused to work with Democrats to avert a shutdown, afraid the far-right flank of his party will push him out of the speakership. But with no breakthrough before 12.01 a.m. Sunday, more than one million military members will go without pay. President Biden said Republicans are failing the troops. It's an absolute dereliction of duty. We're not people. Alice Silver is the wife of a Coast Guard petty officer and mother of two in Virginia. Times are hard as it is, and a paycheck being missed is a big problem. We're normal people who really, really need paid, and it's not fair. The shutdown also puts at risk the federal WIC program, providing grocery assistance to nearly 7 million women and children, including Emily Church from Ohio. I have a lot of different emotions. I think, though, that in the end, I'm just saddened by it. Federal workers do get back pay after a shutdown ends, but it often takes time. Federal contractors like maintenance and cafeteria workers may not. But Nora, members of Congress, they get paid throughout. And that's what makes people outraged. And uh, Scott McFarland, thank you so much. Well, tonight, tributes are pouring in for Senator Dianne Feinstein. She died last night at 90 years old. In recent months, there was growing concern over her health and her ability to govern. But she voted on the Senate floor hours before her death. And as the statement from her office read, Feinstein never backed away from a fight. I do have a point of view. Dianne Feinstein was a trailblazer. I have found that being a woman uh, isn't a disadvantage whose career was forged by triumph and tragedy. Both Mayor Moscone and Supervisor Harvey Milk have been shot and killed. She tried to save the life of Harvey Milk when he was assassinated in 1978 and then became the first female mayor of San Francisco. Walter Mondale considered her as a running mate in 1984. And I view that as a major opening of a door. In 1992, she became California's first female senator and introduced legislation that effectively banned assault weapons for a decade. Military-style assault weapons have no place in our society. 
She fought again for that ban after it expired in 2004. I'm not a sixth grader. Senator, I've been on this committee for 20 years. She was also the first chairwoman of the Intelligence Committee, challenging the CIA on its interrogation techniques. The CIA's actions a decade ago are a stain on our value and on our history. And in recent years, was the champion of Dr. Christine Blasey Ford and her allegations against now Justice Brett Kavanaugh. And never before have we had a nominee facing allegations of sexual assault. Tonight, flags are at half staff across Washington in honor of the longest-serving female senator. Whether we like it or not, we are our sister's keeper. We do open doors for one another. And she did open doors. Senator Feinstein was 90 years old. And now California's Governor Gavin Newsom will appoint someone to finish her term. The first co-defendant of Donald Trump pleaded guilty today in the Georgia election interference case. Bail bondsman Scott Hall is accused of trying to breach election equipment to access voter data. He's one of 19 defendants indicted for trying to overturn the 2020 election in that state. Hall will receive five years of probation and he's agreed to testify. Now to the shocking arrest in the murder of rapper and music icon Tupac Shakur, nearly three decades after his death. CBS's Jonathan DeVigliotti reports the suspect has been long linked to the 1996 shooting. Today, justice will be served in the murder of Tupac Shakur. More than 27 years had passed since legendary rapper Tupac Shakur was gunned down near the Las Vegas Strip. There had been no arrest until now. A Clark County grand jury has indicted Dwayne Keith Davis with one count of open murder. Now 60, Davis had been linked to the case for years, even admitting in a 2019 memoir that he was in the car during the drive-by shooting. Police today showed hotel surveillance video of a gang fight, they say, incited the attack on Shakur. In July, Davis's Nevada home was searched. Police seized several items. Shakur was just 25, but already a hip-hop icon with 75 million records sold. I like to think I'm rebel. I'm revolutionary. His music still relevant today, a life that ended too soon. And Davis has denied firing the weapon, though prosecutors say he did call the shots, which is enough to warrant a murder charge in the state of Nevada. He will appear in court next week for arraignment, Nora. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you very much. The auto worker strike expanded today as it entered its third week. 7,000 more workers are joining the picket lines. The strike now targeting a Ford plant in Chicago and a General Motors assembly factory near Lansing, Michigan. About 25,000 of the union's 146,000 workers at the big three automakers are now on strike. With the government shutdown just a day away, there's another deadline that could also have serious consequences for families. Billions of dollars in pandemic-era child care funding is set to expire, meaning millions of parents could lose a vital service. CBS's Nancy Cordes takes an in-depth look at this looming crisis. Like many preschools, Hopkins House in Alexandria, Virginia, is still bouncing back from the pandemic when it lost nearly half its staff. 
But the head of Hopkins House is bracing for another blow next week. We are at the precipice of a major cliff. And unfortunately, as we look over that cliff, it's not water down that we're jumping into. I, I, all I see is hard ground. That's because $24 billion worth of COVID-era emergency funding for the child care industry is set to expire on Saturday. You keep our hands to ourselves. Good job. That money went to boost salaries and add benefits in a field where workers only make, on average, $14 an hour. We project that about 70,000 child care providers could close. Julie Cashin is a senior fellow at the Century Foundation, a progressive think tank, which estimates that this so-called child care cliff could cause up to 3.2 million children to lose their spots. First, they'll raise their prices, then they'll shut a classroom, and then they'll close. And where do all those kids go? That is exactly the challenge. Congressional Democrats are pushing to extend the funding, $16 billion a year for the next five years. Letting this funding expire is fiscally irresponsible. But with Republicans still fighting over how to fund the government, a deal on this is unlikely. We can't do everything, so the fair question is, where's the money going to come from? Glenn Hopkins worries he'll lose more staff to a nearby Amazon operation, where they can make up to $20 an hour. This shouldn't even be a conversation. This is about an investment in the future generation. The investors are still on the fence. Nancy Cordes, CBS News, Washington. Military officials make a big announcement about drug testing Navy SEALs. We'll have the details next. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Bite.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Big news today from the Pentagon. The Navy in November will begin randomly testing its special operations forces for steroids and other performance-enhancing drugs. All Navy SEALs and other special forces will have to submit to random testing. Navy officials say they want to protect service members' health and ensure that they're not using drugs to meet the extreme physical challenges. The Army is expected to do the same. A judge makes a major ruling in the case of an NFL player whose life story inspired an Oscar-nominated movie. That's next. 
An update tonight in the case involving the family that inspired the Oscar-nominated movie The Blind Side. A Tennessee judge said today she is ending a conservatorship agreement between former NFL player Michael Orr and the couple who took him in when he was in high school. Orr is suing Sean and Leanne Tui, claiming they never adopted him and never gave him any of the money they received from the movie. The couple claims every penny they received was divided among family members, including Orr. On the Road is next with a man reaching for greater heights. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Mountain climbers call it the Seven Summits Challenge, reaching the highest peak on all seven continents. CBS's Steve Hartman found a man with a similar goal a bit closer to the ground on the road. Not since early explorers came here to Florida in search of the Fountain of Youth has there been a crazier quest than that of 47-year-old Andrew Carr. The amateur climber and professional French horn player admits he's obsessed. We all have things that grab us, you know, and, and, and I just, I found myself just charmed by this. Andrew is what they call a county high pointer. These are people who try to climb to the highest point of every county in a given state, typically Colorado. Andrew spent some time there doing it. But now teaches at the University of South Florida and lives in Tampa, which got him wondering. Good. Could he climb Florida's high points? Unfortunately, Florida makes Kansas look like Kilimanjaro. It's arguably the flattest state in the nation. Doesn't have any high points, really. But if you want to get technical topographical, and you are truly desperate for adventure, it can be done. And Andrew Carr is doing it. Using maps and apps and good old-fashioned sight lines. I feel like we're going up. Andrew pinpoints every peak. This is potentially the Mount Everest of Union County. (laughs) This one was in a well-manicured public place, but other county high points are deep in the woods or on private property. Yeah, I think that tree over there is it. (laughs) In this case, the home of Debbie Mitchell. Do you think it's at all strange that somebody drove all the way from Tampa to stand in your yard? Okay. (laughs) And this isn't even his most absurd ascent. Pinellas County, Countryside Mall, front door of JCPenney's, I think is a strong contender. You know, so I bought a shirt at that one. (laughs) Sir Edmund Hillary, he is not. But Andrew says, so what? and has now hit the high points of almost every one of Florida's 67 counties. On any adventure and also in life in general, you have to make the most of wherever you are. 
maybe there's a lot more adventures out there waiting for people than they realize. Absolutely. And every peak is equal. Every peak is equal, he says, because attitude trumps altitude. Whether you're conquering Colorado's front range or just Debbie's front yard. Can I go up here? Yeah, absolutely. Steve Hartman on the road, high above Florida. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night, and I hope you have a great journey this weekend. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.